Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's time for Come and Talk It with your host, Michael Cargill, brought to you by Texas Law Shield. Over the last decade, Michael has championed and supported the rights of law-abiding Texans to own and use firearms. He is the owner of Central Texas Gunworks, a veteran of the United States Army, and has achieved national exposure in such prestigious media outlets such as Forbes Magazine, Fox Business News, CNN Money, AOL, BBC World News, Huffington Post, and the New York Times. Cargill vigorously defends lawful gun ownership in this country without regard to party politics. And now, here's Michael Cargill. Good day, Austin, Texas, the live music capital of the world. Let's praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. All right, so today we're going to talk about the Jacob Blake shooting, uh, because you know what? Do black lives really matter? I'm just curious, because uh, we've seen the law lose focus a little bit. Uh, We're talking about the Kyle Rittinghouse shooting all this week and uh, those other guys that were shot, but no one's focusing on Jacob Blake, the initial shooting that actually sparked all of this protest in the last week or so. So I'm just curious. <laughs> it sounds like some move has been hijacked. Also, want to talk about what happened last night in Portland, Oregon. Uh, we had a Trump supporter that was shot in Portland, Oregon. Uh, going to talk about that. Sunday Thoughts, Cal Rittenhouse, uh, Jacob Blake. Let's get right into it. Check out this video right here. Okay. Going to talk about this shooting, uh, the Kyle Rittenhouse shooting. All right. Kyle Going to talk about the Kyle Rittenhouse shooting. Um, I do want to talk about Jacob Blake, you know, and, and this this shooting that happened in Minnesota, um, uh, Wisconsin, I'm sorry, in Wisconsin. I'm just curious, you know, what, you know, what's everyone's thoughts about that? You know, it's. The what, Kenosha shooting? Yeah. Kyle Rittenhouse or Ken- Jacob Blake? Kenosha, Wisconsin. You know, You're talking about Kyle Rittenhouse shooting the Kyle the, Rittenhouse the, the shooting protesters slash rioters. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I didn't know if you were talking about Jacob Blake or not. Okay, so the Rittenhouse shooting, what has happened here, and we've got a bunch of different videos and different angles and and uh, stuff to check out, but it appears that there was a protest turned into riot after dark, and the one of the gentlemen who was shot through a bottle. That was either a bottle. It was a bag. It wasn't a bottle. Yeah. But when you watch the video, though, you can hear it clink on the ground. No, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's a, like the everybody there that 
has seen that. I, no, it, it, there, there, it was, there, I it watched it. Bag. it was Somebody a, was throwing yeah. something at me. I, I see no, a problem. It, there I don't was, care there what was it is. something bag, in the bag. You can hear it hit the ground, and it goes ding, and then the dude starts chasing him, and then someone, not the guy who threw the bottle, pulls a pistol out and shoots it in the air. That was that was that was before. That was before the guy. Uh, We're playing the video right now. I'm telling you. I'm. <laughs> I'm. We have the video. It's right here. All right, but I tell you what. Let's go. Let's back up a little bit. Let's talk about how this all started, and then we'll go piece by piece, place by play by play. Uh, let's uh, talk about the Jacob Blake shooting. Uh, Jacob Blake, and let's go to uh, Skip Davis. He's an attorney here in Austin, Texas. Skip Davis, how you doing, sir? I'm great this, this afternoon, Mike, and it's great to be on your show as always. Thanks for calling me up. I'm glad to offer offer uh, any uh, opinion I have uh, to help clarify matters or or to uh, give a legal opinion as to some certain things. This um, the Jacob Blake shooting was interested interesting um, because there's no body cameras, so the only images that we have of the event involving a police officer um, is this cell phone footage from two different vantage points, from two different observers. Um, and then the question, of course, arises, did the police officer have the right to use deadly force? And, of course, you know, deadly force only arises um, if self-defense is authorized. Um, and... Uh, I contend that uh, police officers are issued sidearms for defensive purposes only, um, and they're not to be used as uh, or intended to be used in offense. Uh, therefore, an officer pulling a gun out preemptively is offensive. Um, so what are, we, what are we saying here, uh, uh, Skip? So are we saying that, okay, when he goes, when Jacob Blake goes to his vehicle, well, first of all, what was the initial purpose of the call? Why would the police call there that's, in the first place? That's a great question because it seems to be, have been lost in, in a lot of the a lot of the discussion. I'll be quick. Um, the cops were called because there was a woman there, I think it was his, her, his uh, ex or something, who, had, uh, who was reporting that there, that this guy was in a prohibited place near her. Um, and had copped her keys somehow. The, and, and, um, taken her, and taken her keys. No, it was... Um, go ahead, sorry. Yeah, and that's that was the call that gets them there. Um, so he... He, he was... They, I think the woman called the police in order to get... Report him as being a prohibited person in a prohibited place. Okay. Um, now, what happens is that it turned out that he happened to have couple of warrants out for an altercation that involved, I think, the same woman. Um, but he'd never been served those warrants, which sometimes turns into a he said, she said kind of situation that's after the fact. All right. So the police get there. So, they figure out this guy's got a warrant for his arrest. They did. I don't think they knew that. From what I can tell from the transcripts that I've been afforded the opportunity to look at, it sounds as if the... Uh, phone call is simply this guy ain't supposed to be here. Um, they got warrants. They, they did. They didn't say warrants, but he's not supposed to be around me. The the woman um, whose house he was at had accused him of rape. Had it, well had it, had made an accusation to the police about a domestic violence incident that included rape. 
Yes, he, he, he she was had accused him when, of rape. He was not there when she made the accusation, so he was not arrested at that point and had not been served an emergency protective order, which is what she was complaining had been violated. So why would the police, so, uh, why did they decide to put him in handcuffs to arrest him? That we don't know because it's just, because there was no body camera that footage that supports. Why, that why was there no body that. camera footage? Do you have any idea? Yeah, I do. Uh, the Kenosha Police Department has not been uh, outfitted with uh, body cameras. Uh, there was a big push about seven years ago uh, here in Austin to get body cameras on everybody, maybe five years ago. Um, and we got a big, a big uh, um, influx of money uh, from the feds through some grant system that I don't even comprehend. But that's how we got our first body cameras. And then they slowly uh, were issued out by the department. Right. Um, right. And Kenosha the, and, apparently doesn't have that yet. All right. So then the police go ahead. They they go in. They they go to arrest this guy. They go to arrest him. I guess there was some type of well, struggle. They, they 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 go to investigate. Well, um, let's, they, have, let, they don't have enough information. Right. To I'm, arrest him I'm speeding forward. To, I'm speeding forward to the point that they're actually trying to handcuff him because now they're. Yeah, they're, I don't know anything about that. That's where that. the video starts. The video starts that everyone's watching is there's an altercation with police and and Jacob Blake. And then it winds up, he, he, so he gets up, he goes to the other side of the vehicle, he goes to reach into his vehicle, and that's when the police shot yes. him in the back. Yes. Yes, that's, those are two different videos. All right. All right, so we come back from the break. We're going to talk about that. Then we're going to change gears, talk about the Kyle Rittenhouse, because uh, black lives don't really matter, because if it did, I think we'll be focusing on the Jacob Blake instead of the Kyle Rittenhouse shooting. But it was somehow we've changed gears because it sounds like somebody's movement has been hijacked. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talking. Hello, this is Gerald Darty, and I'm the Precinct 3 County Commissioner here in Travis County, and you're listening to Common Talking. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Talk 1370, the right choice. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. All right, so we're back. We're talking about do black lives really matter? Because if it did, I think we'll be focused on the Jacob Blake shooting. Instead, everyone's changed gears. We're talking about the Kyle Rittenhouse shooting. Also, last night, a Trump supporter was shot and killed in Portland during a clash between Trump supporters and Black Lives Matter protesters. 
That's what we're talking about today. So we're talking with Skip Davis, an attorney here in Austin, Texas. And Skip was telling us about the Jacob Blake shooting. And we're talking about how, and I'm speeding forward a little bit. We're going to the point where now there's a confrontation with law enforcement and Jacob Blake. Seems like police are trying to get him into custody. They're on one side of the vehicle, the passenger side. And he walks around to the driver's side. And it looks like he's trying to get into the vehicle. And to me, it looks like he's trying to get into the vehicle and drive away. Um, and maybe possibly get away from the police. Uh, so I'm here. We hear you. We hear you, Skip. <laughs> Boy, we hear everything you say, Skip. <laughs> All right. So we'll come back. We'll get him here in a few minutes. All right. So and, and I'm curious, you know, here inside the studio, um, because you got it. When you look at these cases, you know, we got to remove feelings. I, I, we get so caught up into feelings. We get caught up in color. You know, I, I, you know, I wish people could look at certain cases where they didn't look at the color of a person. They actually can just look at the situation and give me their honest opinion. But they can't, you know. And I do tricks with my, my friends on Facebook. I'll make a statement on Facebook. I won't tell anybody who I'm talking about. And I look at the comments and everyone assumes that I'm talking about, you know, this person over here on the left. When really I'm talking about someone on the right and they're arguing with each other and they all... They're all in the Kool-Aid and don't even know the flavor. <laughs> so, you know, you got to learn what the flavor is first before you make a comment. You know, kind of educate yourself on what's going on. So, you know, what are your thoughts on the Jacob Blake shooting? Um, I think uh, I think regardless of the reason why the police were there in the first place, mm -hmm. um, the fact of the matter was that he was unarmed at the time that they shot him. Okay. Right? And, yeah. and he, he, he didn't pose a threat to them. He didn't, and and so I, says you. Well, I mean, just uh, just looking at the video, mm -hmm. and 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 really, the bro more broad thing I want to say is that for all of what we're talking about today, the four people in this room, we only have conjecture. What we've seen people talk about these videos say, mm -hmm. and what the videos say, which is and a very, fragment of the very information. Very little evidence. Though. Yeah. So so this is all conjecture. So there there's only so much really that we can say in in a, a matter of fact kind of a tone. But from whatever I saw, and if versus reaching to a vehicle and they're reaching for a knife. Then well, what? Okay, there's nothing that says that he was reaching for the knife. Just that there was one in the car, and mm -hmm. that's not an uncommon thing for anybody to have a knife in their car. Sure, absolutely. You know? And I, I regardless, I don't think that that means that a cop that's right there with a gun pointed at his back. I don't think that that means that that guy has has caused to shoot him seven times. I think the problem is the the problem is and people trying to compare Jacob Blake to Kyle Rittenhouse. Uh Jacob Blake, black male, uh end up getting shot in the back by law enforcement when and Kyle Rittenhouse uh seems to be surrendering with his hands up walking toward law enforcement. And I think what people are losing sight of is the fact that you know what? Maybe you might want to comply. You know, the police officer could be wrong. They could be dead wrong in what they're doing. But I think if you comply, just go ahead and, you know, the, the, if they're going to arrest you, they're going to arrest the, the you. One, the you one, can't stop it. The one aspect of this that I think most people could agree on is that if he would not have reached into the car, it would have lessened the likelihood of him getting shot. Whether or not you, you doesn't think, matter. You reaching think... it, it doesn't matter. Reaching the car, whatever. If you just comply, if he was on the passenger side, they say we're going to put you in handcuffs. We're going to arrest you. You know what? They're going to arrest you. Comply. Uh, I don't know if you should just blindly comply. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, yeah, that you blindly comply. I'm just saying that I don't live in your side. In I'm your, just I don't look at the world. In a, in a I don't look at the world in your world, eyes. You would. You can obviously say. That if he would not have reached into the car, which was the catalyst for what got him shot, he wouldn't have gotten shot. I'm also, well, not, I'm well, at the well, same the guns time were drawn before. The guns were, were on him before right. that happened. And if he would have just got on the ground 
and he, well, he might not this have gotten is, shot. This is such a common argument, right? That if you if you just act in, in just the perfect right way, then then you would be alive. I don't think that the consequence for non-compliance with an officer should, should be death. death. I they agree. shouldn't be running around executing people that way. I agree. You know, it, it's just it's I, it's it's I insane. Agree. Well, but unfortunately, I also think unfortunately, that you, you, I don't we go... still have to live in reality and recognize that this is happening. So you, well, yeah, you know what I'm a lot of people are recognizing. We're in the streets now, recognizing so, that it's but happening. What I'm saying is that people that are getting arrested also need to recognize that. I mean, there's a there's a there's I don't know maybe a blurry line between mm-hmm. compliance and like threatening to kill a police officer. But if you're in that middle area. You know, I don't know. I think um, there's a lot of people that would be dead regardless of how much they complied as well. I think that sometimes cops I are think just looking to hurt somebody. That. I think in, that's a real in, thing. In certain cases, I think you're yeah. also right. I'm not I sure. I'm not sure about this one. I mean, their guns were drawn on him before. You know, so Skip Davis. Yeah, you know, I would tell you that the law in Texas is that um, if a police officer seeks to detain you for whatever purposes, you have uh, the law prohibits you from resisting. So that's called resisting arrest of detention. That's that's a class B or a class A misdemeanor here in Texas. Um, And there is a caveat even within the code itself that says that um, even if it's an illegal arrest, Right. It actually you says still that have to it, comply. Right. It says even if the officer is attempting to arrest you or someone else is assisting that officer and attempting to arrest you, you cannot resist. That's correct. Use of force or and, daily force is not justified. You have to comply. It says it in the law. Yeah. People, if you don't like the law, I suggest you go down to the Capitol, uh, spend some time down there because the that legislatures, they can actually go into session in odd years from January to June in every odd year. If you don't like the law, go to the Capitol and, and change it. So what that does, Mike, is that puts into operation a, a, a strange circumstance. If we were to put it on uh, on on that uh, on uh, the guy's case up there in Minnesota, you can see I'm going to do this. I'm going to walk off, I'm, and I'm getting in my car. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh well, you know well, this woman says you're not supposed to be here. Yeah, whatever. Right. And you well, right then and walking off from the detention, you've committed an arrestable offense. Right, and so let's. So, so at that point, they're allowed to, to put you in the handcuffs and hold you. I guess at gunpoint. The problem is whether or not you know it's defensive to shoot somebody in the back. All right, so let's change gear because no one cares about Jacob Blake. So let's talk about the Kyle Rittenhouse shooting. Well, I'm just calling it like I see it. I I don't think that's the case. I think it's really possible. Really? Yeah, I think it's possible to care about more than one thing at a is time. Is it really? Yeah, it, absolutely. I, and 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 beyond that, like the, when I listened to the protest in D.C. over the weekend, I heard some people talking about uh, naming people's names and who were who didn't have anything to do with the movement. But I'm just putting it out there. Who didn't have anything to do with the movement? Uh, well, people who people who were killed, like Kyle Rittenhouse. Uh, no, who who, or, who was killed here in Austin? Garrett oh, Foster. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Well. Again, like I, I'll, I'll say again, it's it's possible to care about more than one thing at a time, and I think really what sh- we should be concerned yeah, about is that these shootings hijacked. I don't agree with that. I think that I think that the the vast majority of people on the ground are there for the same reasons, and the fact that more stuff gets continues to be piled on top of it, it if anything, that's more uh, uh, cause for them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I, I don't think that it's a, a diversion thing. I think it's just another. Another aspect so of the same talk about, broader issue. Let's talk issue. about the Cal Rittenhouse shooting. Let's talk about how that all played. All right, out. you want me to? Uh, so let's take a look at the one of the first videos. Let me give you a quick synopsis, Michael. Yeah, go ahead. 
All right, so Kyle Rittenhouse, his mother, he's 17 years old. His mother drives him from Antioch, Illinois. Is it legal for you to at 17 to, to have, a, have a long gun in Wisconsin? Yes or no? To defend businesses at the at – uh, in <clears> – Is it? Can it? Is it? No, it is not. Unless what? There's an exception. Unless you're there, unless you're there with your parents and you're hunting. Yeah, that's what I'm uh, trying. To, that's what I'm trying to explain. His mom drove oh, okay. him from from Antioch, Illinois, to mm-hmm. Kenosha, Wisconsin. Yeah. He's 17 years old. His mother, I believe, was the one that gave him the long the long rifle, mm-hmm. and he's under 18 years old. But he's with his mother, so he crossed state lines, not breaking a law because he's with his mom. But do you have to be hunting though? He, no, you don't have you to. Have All to you have to do, you have to, you have to you, do is have a hunting. You have to be hunting. You don't have to have a hunting not, license. The, the the purpose behind the statute is that you can hunt and, and I guess probably engage in target practice, which would include going to the range, as long as you're licensed to hunt and you're with a with a, an adult with that weapon. So he was it's illegal. Up. It's illegal under federal law and state law for anybody under the age of eighteen to own a weapon. I thought it was illegal for somebody under eighteen to purchase a firearm. No. No, well, that's that's no. that's just two different things. There's a difference between handgun and long gun. That's right. Eighteen, you can buy a you can buy a rifle. Twenty one, right? You can buy and twenty one's a handgun. handgun. I'm saying I thought that you could be under eighteen and possess a a, a, long, um, a long. It depends rifle. on what no. state you're in. Yeah, no. it yeah. depends on the state. In so, Texas, in Texas, you can be eighteen. You can have a hand a. a you have a firearm in your vehicle at can you be, 18 can you years be old. you 17 and open carry a rifle in not, Texas? Under 17, uh, no. Not in Texas. In Texas, you under have to 17? Be, under 17, no. So this kid was 17. What's the law in Wisconsin? That's what, that's what we're... The, 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 the law in Wisconsin is identical to the law in Texas. The so way you that just I said if, it's under, if he's under 17, no. He was 17, so yeah. he's fine? Yeah, and beyond <laughs> that, like he, he crossed state lines, and that whole thing, that was declared a riot. So he crossed state lines and was participating in a riot. Is that that makes it right? No, I'm sa- I'm saying that if anything, that makes it more illegal. Okay, so it makes everybody illegal. Well, no, I'm saying that like Wait, specifically what? in the context it also of him makes carrying up, a well, gun. Well, everybody was carrying every, everyone's carrying all kinds yeah, of weapons, not just a gun. In the, in the so everyone who participated in the riot was doing wrong. No, well, yeah, but this is the guy who shot someone. Okay, and so well, I think that it, it yeah, matters but, but a little more. Somebody in that case. St- people were chasing him, and they also yeah. there was a warning shot fired. I mean, like the, yeah, the, the, the so person this, the person who shot that warning shot got that guy killed. All right, so hold on. So in this case, since he was Mr. Rittenhouser was carrying a firearm, he's more in the wrong because he's carrying a gun in this case, right? Um, I think I think because he fired it, not because he's carrying, but because he fired it. And 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 I'm not even playing teams here and, on and this what, one at and, all. And what law does that say about discharging and and, and not discharging and carrying? What, why does that make a difference? I'm, I mean, I'm not talking about law here. I'm just talking about how it looks to me. Oh, well, let's talk I mean, about. I'm not, I'm not a lawyer. Well, let's talk about okay, law. So, but well, if he if he was legally carrying this, which I still don't, uh, are you positive that you can be 17 and open carry a gun? All right, we no. come back from the break. We're gonna yeah, get, finish this conversation. Right. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talking. Yo, what's going on, guys? It's Jack Jones here, and I get my gun news from Michael Cargill on Come and Talk It. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Talk 1370. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. All right, so we're talking about the Kyle Rittenhouse shooting that happened up in uh, in Wisconsin, Kenosha there, the Kenosha shooting. Man, I tell you. All right, so this guy, he's uh, he decides to, well, he hangs out a lot in Kenosha, Wisconsin, actually, and it's really not too far from his house. So Half we're getting, an hour. We're getting caught up of, you know, talking about crossing state lines when it's like 20 minutes. It was a 20-minute drive from his house to, you know, to there. So it's really close. It's, it's really common to go from Chicago to Wisconsin. It's not a big deal. I've done it several times myself. So we're not talking about a big dis- distance here. We're talking about, you know, if you're here in Austin, we're talking about going from Austin to Round Rock. Okay, it's not a big deal. All right, so, but the problem is state lines when it comes to the law. So you got to look at it like that. Law's a difference in, Il- in Illinois than it is in Wisconsin. All right, so he's in a protest in Wisconsin. Everyone's in a protest in Wisconsin. Matter of fact, the, uh, the, uh, the guys that he shot actually drove a little further away than he did, you know? And so... You know, there's a whole background with those guys. Where were they from? All right, so go ahead. You were saying what? Where were they from? They were from a little further away in different cities. They all live in different places. (laughs) Okay, so uh, Rittenhouse, his mother drove him from Antioch, Illinois, to Kenosha, Wisconsin, to protect uh, businesses. A a, a car dealership. uh, And his his, uh, role was to protect this car dealership. And throughout the evening... um, Rittenhouse had been with another armed group of people. I don't know if they were Boogaloo boys or if they were just people that were just there with guns, uh, counter-protesting, I guess. I I I really don't know what you would consider them. Um, But regardless, he's there. He's got a rifle. And I'm just going to cut to the point where the the situation occurs is there's a – he's gotten into some sort of altercation, and he's running away from a crowd of people. And one guy, one of the crowd, starts chasing him. And someone still back in the crowd that was loosely breaking away uh, fires a handgun up in the air, like a warning shot. And then that happened almost simultaneously as when the uh, the gentleman chasing Rittenhouse throws a bag with something in it. I thought it sounded like it was a bottle when it hit the ground, but it, it could have been something anything, else. Yeah. Could have been anything. And and then they they run, and then there's they're kind of behind uh, some cars, and then you hear another gunshot, and then you hear. Th- uh, rapid like rapid three shots in a row and then this this guy got shot in the head then Rittenhouse calls the police reports it he starts running back towards where the police line is and actually I thought he called a friend yeah he did call his friend uh, he, he called, called his friend and said hey I just killed someone yeah he called a friend he called his friend yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's what you do at 17 because you're an idiot and you have you're a yeah. dropout he's a high school dropout so that's what idiots do I'm a high school dropout whoa whoa Michael watch out you're I'm just calling it like don't a seat don't start going after the high school <laughs> dropout yeah <laughs> I don't care you call um, me. <laughs> you know where I work. Three, two, one, West Ben White. Okay, so um, I guess he called his friend. I had that. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I had that wrong. I had that detail wrong. He called a friend, but regardless, uh, after this, the sequence event of events was he called somebody. He leaves. He's running back towards where the police were because he had already been familiarized with mm-hmm. the police. Yeah. And on the way, uh, somebody runs up and punches him in the back of the head, and another guy runs up with a skateboard and hits him. 
he shoots the guy with the skateboard. Another guy pulls out a pistol, and he shoots that guy in the arm. All right. So the bottom line is this. And, right? then, and, then, and then he surrendered himself to police and drove back to Antioch, Illinois, and was then charged with first-degree murder in a different city than where it actually happened. Right. All right. So when, you, when I look at all this stuff, I look at this. Number one, you're 17 years old. You shouldn't have been there in the first place. You should have been at home reading a book. Yeah. You had no business being there. Yeah. No one did. None of the protesters, none of them, because the people that were there were there just to destroy property. They weren't doing anything about trying to make a change and change anything That's because I'm looking claim. at their actions and what they did. And you know what? That is called uh, arsony. And if you commit arson, what? do you know I have a right to use force, a daily force? You if you just try to destroy my business, you try to burn my business down, I will shoot you in the face with 3,000 rounds. Did they that's what I'm talking did they about. Try to, did they try to burn down yes, the Yes, that's exactly what they're doing. I suggest you pick up some pictures and you take a look at what was going on in Wisconsin and Kenosha. Here's a question that, that I, I want to pose. So we're, we're, we're talking about this, and you're, you're saying that a good response for property damage is is death. I said exactly. Is That's sure. exactly what sure. I said. You know okay. why? Because okay. I put okay. my livelihood okay. in this. Okay. Okay. I put Let my livelihood my in my point? business. I put my livelihood in my home. It is everything that I have. If you destroy it because you have no respect for me, then yes, I'm going to use force, okay. a daily force, okay. to stop you. Okay. okay. Go for okay. it. I just want to make my point here. So make it. It, it is. It's. It's. That murder is justified if if it's in protection of property. That's so, what the law says. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Why is it that destruction of property is not an adequate response to murder? It's not because why? the law does not allow you to do why, that. That's why. Why are we? Why? Are, but uh, we're, I'm talking about in terms of, of so when of so what you're why saying is, is why so is someone, property valued more so than human someone life? someone murders someone. You didn't witness it. You're just going off of what you think happened. So your response is to burn someone else's property down that had nothing to do with the actual murder. Hey, I, I got You're I gotta, an idiot. You're okay. an idiot. And what you're saying makes no sense. I got Next. a hypothetical here. If if someone killed your your daughter and then you and and you witnessed it and then you went and burned that person's house down i wouldn't have a problem with that that's something and, and totally different that, we're not even talking about individuals here we're, we're talking about like a collection of murders over a very long period of You're time about that society you, not by, as by a whole police. is responding to by by the police well, yeah yeah by police and, but and the police don't own these businesses sure they're pu that's a public agency or public organization whatever you want to call it sure so sure. if you burn down a, a <laughs> A public building, I think you might have some uh, uh, some sort of an argument, but you're, you're talking about burning private businesses down Skip. that are unrelated to the police. Go ahead. Skip. I'm right here, Mike. Go for it. I'm right here, Michael. Hey, listen. Um, let's let's get back to the. I think the task at hand was to discuss whether or not self defense applied to or what kind of activity uh, this this guy uh, Rittman Rittenhausen, Rittenhausen was was engaged in. So the first question is, um, you don't get to use and rely on self-defense and use deadly force at all if you're engaged in the commission of a crime. So would, before we could even talk about whether or not he was justified, we have to talk about whether or not he himself was engaged in the commission of a crime. So there's at least three crimes from the way I saw it that he was engaged in. And the question then becomes, well, which one really triggers the triggers uh, the the Avoid, avoids the application of self-defense because that's what you guys have got to teach in your classes because we don't want people going out as we're finding now, more and more people thinking that they know what self-defense is when they think that self-defense means that I'm just scared. So when the, the three crimes that he was committing, the first one was he was in Kenosha in violation of the local curfew order. That's 
very tenuous, I would say. You probably would still get the right to defend yourself if you I would I would suspect the jury would probably try to give you that if they could um even if they they were instructed by the judge that that's not sufficient, they probably would would hang up, you know, and, and have a mistrial. Um the other thing he was engaged in, he was um he was carrying a weapon in Wisconsin um that he was prohibited from carrying by age. In Wisconsin you cannot carry any weapon or possess any weapon under the age of seventeen. Okay, I'm sorry, okay. eight, under the age of 18. Okay. He's yeah. 17. All right, that's what so I wanted to clarify earlier. Thank you, Skip. Yeah, he's, you got to be 18. So he's 17. He's in violation. Illinois has a different rule that says that he, can have, he can't have a handgun until he's 18. But in, we're not talking about Illinois. He committed the offense there in, in Wisconsin. Um, the third thing that I think we all need to think about, Mike, and I hope that maybe you might advance this as a potential safety theory. I'm sure that you're that your uh, sponsors would want you to talk about it with them is was is the is carrying a gun across your chest in the front carry low ready which is the only way you can move if you've got a gun strapped across your chest um is that does that amount to brandishing a weapon um because no, if that I does was... amount to bra- well it, it, it's it's a question that's not been answered you're allowed to bear arms is bearing arms sufficient to be at sling arms with it over your over all right, let's your back? Take a, let's take a group what? vote on a count of three. Michael and uh, Brandon, let's all see. Let's all say what we think. One, two, three. No, no, it's not. It's not brandishing a weapon. Yeah, I don't, no, I don't that's think what that, you say. I don't but, think it's going to be brandishing, especially if it's in a. You have it in a a sling. You got it on the sling. You know, it's strapped across your back. I don't think that's brandishing. Well, but you can fire. The problem with the forward, the, the forward <clears throat> carry is you can fire from the from from the low from the low carry, and your hand is on is in the is in the position of of the pistol grip in, a, in an assault rifle, which is in the area of where the trigger is. So if you've got both hands on the weapon in the firing configuration, even at the low carry, somebody somewhere is going to take that as a threat. All right. Well, the, here, it doesn't the, take the thing much is, to move. But Skip, the thing with all this is, is this. All right. So this guy was trying to avoid all of this. You know, he was there. Let's get past the point where he was 17. He should have been at home. Let's get past that point. Let's get past the point where, um, okay, his age. Okay, let's get – here we are. He's already there now. So now he's there. Uh, he's a medic. He's acting in a medic capacity where he's there. Well, he's to, not a medic. He says he says he, he's a medic. So he's, he's acting. Like he's, he's a protest medic. Well, he's a school dropout. He's, he's I mean, a protest medic. I mean, he's a school you can't dropout. Have a, as a, in Wisconsin, you got you can't be an EMT until you're 18 years old and have. Well we, can, well, we can go back classes, and forth with that because we can talk about we can talk about Austin and how the guy who who was in the crowd yeah. at Austin who shot at the vehicle he, claims he, he was a medic also. He, he is actually licensed. Though, is, is he? Is, yeah, What's he his is. name? I, I, I don't remember. Uh, I, 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 I know him Give me personally. a name. I need a name. I, know him I need a name. I need a first name and a last name. <laughs> <laughs> All right? You ain't got a name? He, he ain't nothing to me. He ain't nothing but a punk who's, who oh, needs oh, to be in jail. He, Tell him I said it. Yeah, Michael that Cargill. Guy shouldn't, that guy shouldn't have got... Uh, he shot now, in a car that he thought... Unless he you give me a name, I don't care. Why? Exactly. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, so... So those are the three questions that I that I pose as to whether or not he was justified to use uh, to act in self defense to start with. Um, and in, in Texas, we don't have any duty to retreat if you have if you're authorized to use self defense. Um, in Wisconsin, it's unclear. They do have the castle doctrine. This clearly doesn't apply. 
in his situation. He was neither in his vehicle nor on his own property or in his own house. In fact, it looks like he had vacated the original place where they were supposed to be guarding, yeah. which was a gas station right. uh, or at a the, different the location. The car, the car so he might not have even had the right to be in that place armed as he was illegally. So, But that that's just all the technical stuff, like you right. said. Let's talk about whether or not that was self-defense. Oh, yeah. Can you use can you use deadly force in self defense if you're incorrect in assuming that somebody is shooting at you, but it's not the person that you shoot? Um, but this guy was chasing and, him. And this, that, the guy that he that, shot that, was actually you, chasing him, attacking him. He was trying to some, dodge him. He was trying get, to go left, go right. Get, this is the point. This is the fine point, Mike, that we have to start addressing. Your your, your sponsors are not going to want to start defending all these people who are committing what they call self-defense when we find out that the definition of self-defense is you have to be in fear and it has to be reasonable fear. Well, the guy, there was a, there was imminent, a gun. Of, he was wait, running wait, away. Wait, 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 wait. Of imminent, of, of death or imminent serious bodily injury. If I hit now, you, the kid is, okay, if the I hit you with a skateboard. The, the kid is seven, if I hit you, said, no, 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 no. Start at, start at the very first shooting where he shot the guy three times, once in the back. The guy, and if, the, the kid, if the kid is 17 years old, first problem is at 17, you, you, don't have the, you don't have the mental capacity to get out of situations that you shouldn't get in. Skip, somebody fired and, a gun and, and, and at him he while he was running he away. But nobody fired a gun at him. He heard yes, shots, he, but he, he heard shots. And somebody fired a gun but in the, the air. Nobody fired a gun at him. And he did not retaliate. But you can't tell that uh, if I'm there and I hear like, gunshots and people but, are chasing me that are and the gunshots are close but by me. Just, but, but, he was but running from a crowd matter. of people and somebody fired a gun. Matter. It's easily easily you could argue that he thought the gun was being Apparently, fired at him. Apparently he had shot yeah, somebody but, before this. No, 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 no. We're at the beginning right now. We're at the beginning. Handgun was what was fired for. You're thinking of when the dude hit him with the skateboard. No, no, no. Yeah, we're not there yet. Yeah. Because right. we gotta get there. We gotta get there. And we gotta get there real quick, Skip. Okay. Everything flows from that first incident. If he's justified in that first incident, then he's probably justified down the road. But then there's also an added what about the person who doesn't see the entire transaction but instead hears or sees uh, uh somebody get shot and tries to execute a uh citizen's arrest at that point, justifiably in their case, because they saw a an activity that looked to be a felony. All right, we come back, um, Skip. We're going to let you finish that thought. This is Michael Cargill, okay. and you are listening to Come and Talk It. This is Brittany Glaze, and I get my global gun news from Michael Cargill on Come and Talk It. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
1370, the right choice. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now, here's Michael Cargill. All right, so we're back, and we're talking about the shootings that happened in, uh, in Wisconsin. Uh, we're talking about, we're talking with Skip Davis, and let's get back right in, into it, Skip, there. Uh, so you were talking about um, the shooting in Wisconsin. All right, so this guy is being chased by someone. He's, they're trying to hit him with something, and they try to grab his rifle. So he, re, he used force or daily force to stop them. I think he's justified in that first shooting. Okay, I just want to again the first shooting. I just want to just want to kind of point out again that to, to use self defense, you're justified using self defense. If if to the degree the actor reason, reasonably believes the force is immediately necessary to protect the actor against the other's use or attempted use of unlawful force. And when you listen to so, the video, someone says, someone says, get him, you know, get that M.M. whatever. You know, they're, they're saying it in the yeah. video, and they're trying to attack him. He had no choice. He had to stop him. And once he used daily force, he stopped that guy, the rest of them ran. So then he's trying to get out of there. He's trying to get away from the scene. So he gets away, and that's how he runs into the next and incident. And then there's a, there's a link of of, sh- of, uh, of people trying to death. kick him in the uh, head, exactly. hit there's him a- with a skateboard, bust him across the head with a sp- skateboard. If I hit you in the head with a skateboard, I guarantee you I will kill you. Let me ask you this, Skip. Do you think that if this kid was yeah. 18 that it would be as uh, in question like this? Do you think age is an indicator of whether or not you can use deadly force to protect yourself? You can use it at any age. No, 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 you can no, be 15 no. years old and use force or deadly force to protect yourself. I think I think that's true, and probably but probably under limited circumstances. But maybe you can't do it with a with a gun. Um, so the gun is the aspect that here is the okay. So that, that's what I'm saying. You, so if this kid would have been eighteen, this would be fine. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying that if he were eighteen, and the and the and the elements of the use of deadly force were present, and it can only be used deadly force can only be used if you reasonably believe and that's where a jury makes a definition of what's reasonable right, okay yeah. it is necessary to protect against the, the victim's use the, the dead guy's use of attempted I, deadly I, force. I think he's going to be justified i think he's gonna be totally justified in, in all the shootings that he did that day all right michael we never should have been there in the first <laughs> place but he's justified I, and I actually but but, but 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 if you go back to the statute self-defense he's probably entitled to Deadly yeah. force in self-defense, he's probably not. I tell you what, go ask Joe. Well, and, and for him to and for him to be in a weapon, for him to be in possession of a weapon, and is that is his deadly force? That's the rub. Well, let's let's ask let's ask Joseph Rosenbaum. Hold on. Oh wait, we can't. He's dead. Okay, let's go ahead and ask Anthony Huber. <laughs> oh wait, we can't. He's dead. You know. <laughs> well, okay. So uh, can we can we move point on well to this Portland thing? <laughs> we got, All right, let's go. Let's, let's, let's switch. The, we, he let's, wants run, to switch. Let's, let's run down. Let's run down to the. Let's run down to the part. What I call is part two. Part two of this port of this uh, Kenosha shooting is now the brouhaha that ends up down in the middle of the street. Right. Um, now you know. I know Skip. You, so yeah, you're gonna yeah. you're gonna tell me Skip in the end. You think he's justified in this one, right? It's really interesting. The first problem I have is that he has such poor muscle control. He was very, very dangerous. He's so being chased. He's being chased. A, it, he fell to the ground, blank, Skip. If it wasn't point blank range, he probably wouldn't have hit anybody. But what happened is, and I do think that, um, that? If, if these other people were engaged in attempting to subdue him and, 
execute a citizen's arrest, which they would have been able to do based on what they would have seen and how they interpreted what happened in phase one. Um, did he then? Uh, yeah, so it's all it's all dependent on, upon what happened in the first place. It, well, no, because even in the second place, you might not be justified in discharging that weapon in self-defense using deadly force. Um, even if those people, at the, even if he was justified to shoot the, the guy at, the, at phase one. Well, what, but, but there, but there was a guy that had a gun, a gun drawn on him in, in the second part. Well, there, but was that gun drawn in the brandishing fashion if we were using technical? It doesn't guns? matter. I'm not, Skip, I'm not going to wait till I see a muzzle of a gun. If you're running after me, trying to attack yeah. me, trying to hit me with a skateboard, you're trying to hit me with a stick, and you have a gun in your hand, I'm going to use force, daily force, to stop you. I'm not going to wait until I can see uh, the muzzle, the hole of the gun. Yeah, I mean, if there was a group of let's let's do the inverse here. If there was a group of Blue Lives Matter people running after somebody that was a BLM protester, and they and one of them pulled out a gun, and and fired it in the air, and that guy turned around and shot him, I'd be in the same exact position. He, he I am who right shoots now. first but wins. That's what, but that's but that's not what happened. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that it sounds like it's kind of sounds like you have a bias here. My bias is against amateurs. And poor gunplay. My bias is against people getting killed because people make assumptions about what they think they can do without regard to the law, just because they have assumed that they are the central aspect. All right. And, and that's the problem. Here we had a bunch of amateurs. We had a 17-year-old kid who was developmentally and psychologically unprepared for that kind of environment. He, the guy who fired the gun, we don't know what this gun was about, but we know that it wasn't discharged. And you know, there's already a police report that's been filed if you wanted to go oh, look oh, it up. Oh, uh, there's a whole bunch of reports because Anthony, well, let's look at Joseph Rosenbaum, the guy that was shot first. He's a convicted felon. He's a sex offender, level three offender, failure to maintain registry status, yeah, all, attempted all three assault the... and battery. Uh, he's dead. And then, three... the, and then the other guy, uh, uh, Anthony Huber, convicted felon, assault and battery, domestic abuse, false imprisonment, illegal weapon. Yeah, he shouldn't have been there in the first place. And then also the other convicted felon, Gage Paul Grossenkreutz, uh, Mr. Uh, convicted Felon, Felony Burglary, Probation a Violation, Illegal Weapon, Assault Within an Illegal Weapon. Yeah, none of them should have been there. They all should have been yeah. at home. But, but he, well, there was also a curfew there. Nobody should have been there at all, but they were. So it's irrelevant, and we're beating a dead horse no, at this point. it's not irrelevant. The point yes, is it is. It's guys, totally the irrelevant. The There's, that was, kid would not have known no. that any of those guys were felons. Nobody should have been there because there was a curfew. Oh. We're talking okay. legally. Fair enough. And there was a, and it was declared a riot. And they need, like, to, they need to stop treating these three guys here like they're heroes. They're I don't, not heroes. See, I, don't, I don't really think they are. They're convicted though. felons. I don't think it's about them being heroes. I think that people are are upset that the kid was allowed to. They're walk. upset I because think, you know I why he that essential. kid got the seventeen year old got the upper hand and put them in their place exactly where I they think, belong, well, on, six feet on. under. I think I there, I think there is like a, a, a number of thing. people. There probably are a number of people who are upset that. They perceive this as like their side losing. Or they got like exactly that. what that, they deserve. I, I, I know they got exactly who, what they deserve. I know people who definitely feel that way, but I don't think that's the consensus. Yeah, right. I don't think that's a consensus. All right, let's change gears a little bit. Let's I go got to Portland. Three minutes to talk Portland. about this. Go for it. All right. So last <laughs> night in Portland, Oregon, there was a uh, a clash between Trump protesters and 
uh, I mean, Trump supporters and protesters, and I'm assuming that they're BLM protesters, but I have, it, that's what, that's what Politico says. That's how they label them, uh, Black Lives Matter protesters, but don't, you know, yeah, don't, we don't have don't, all the information. Right, exactly. Moving on. Uh, and, um, what happened here, in case you can roll that video if, if possible right now with the audio, but this guy was, um, these two guys were walking on the street and someone rolled up and basically just shot him twice point blank. All right, go ahead. Okay, and um, and he died right there on the street. And the video footage is not very clear. Yeah, and so what he should have been, he should have been armed. So what that is... Right there was, it was a man with a camera aiming at the, at, at the ground, and it caught the audio, and he said, hey, hey, we got two right here. And he says, right Same here. situation that just happened in Wisconsin. And he says, he says, we got two right here. And he says, right here? He says, yeah, pull it out. And he goes, right here? Okay. And then you hear two gunshots. Yeah. I do not know if that was, if those two voices were the two guys that approached the other two guys. Yeah. But... It's it sort of sounds like that. It could be it could go either way with it because the guy pulled out mace as well. Exactly, and, he and it could have been a split second before the There's guy shot. There's also a or the other second video, Casey. Can you play the second video? There's a second video of a, an angle from across the street where you can see. So it's it's pretty grainy. I mean, it's far away. The yeah. bottom the bottom line is this: this is the exact same situation as we just witnessed. We just talked about in Wisconsin. You got these guys. Uh, this guy here, seventeen year old who happened to be armed, was in the same type of situation where people were chasing him, trying to attack him. Guess what? He had the upper hand because he had a rifle and he defended himself with an AR fifteen. And then the situation here in Portland, this guy was unarmed. He's in a situation, same situation. People well, we attacking him, and guess he what? He got shot and killed. We don't, we don't you know, know why? Because you need to arm yourself. And I'm gonna be like the seventeen year old in wisconsin i'm gonna defend myself and i'm gonna shoot him in the face well, we don't know if he was unarmed or not and, and he did he also did have mace and again and like, those three no... idiots in wisconsin got exactly what they deserve okay well that we're talking about portland now the, yeah um, i don't know like, if this guy was unarmed or not i have no idea yeah, but, yeah, and, that, but no it, there have been reports that the guy who was shot and killed did spray the guy with bear mace well first. that did happen you can see it in the video Are but we positive? don't know 100 you can see the cloud come out but we don't know which one happened first? Because they happened at about the same time. And then when you see, I, I think I saw the cloud you're talking about. You're sure that wasn't that yeah, wasn't smoke yeah, from the yeah, gun? Because yeah, yeah, for sure. The bottom sure. line is this, all right? So in the end, don't put yourself in that type of situation. I'm not going to be there in the first place. I'm going to be at home where I'm supposed to be. I'm not going to be out in the street trying to destroy someone else's property. I'm not going to try to vandalize or burn someone's business down. I'm going to be at home where I'm supposed to be. Unless I'm trying to defend my home or my business, then that's where I'll be there. Until then, as always, more guns equals less crime. You go out there and you buy yourself a gun. You've been listening to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.